0: Welcome to Status Quo, where for some reason I have a layover in JFK next week, so time to blowtorch the radio. Ah, Again, I know
1: the blowtorch is always. No, the is already doing that. Yeah, uh, there's already so many blowtorches; it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's well, anyway. So, welcome to the ERN podcast, everyone. So this week we got Anna back. We didn't mention last week that she disappeared, but sorry. And it was yeah, too busy. Buddy, you back. better be.
2: I can stop sponsoring your your podcast with absolutely nothing.
1: Oh, speaking of sponsoring, this episode of the Gwess ERN podcast is sponsored by WACN Technologies. You bet your ass it is. <laughs> and then we also got Gabe, we got Marlon, we got John. This will be Hello. John's last episode for a, for a hot minute because he decided to flee the fucking country because he's blowtorching uh, the fucking radio. Dude, blowtor so hard he ended up in Europe. That's... <laughs> Best- yeah, John will be back eventually, but that's so, yeah, true. so this week we'll talk about some random EAS shit that's been going on. Talking about T-Mobile and their stupid WIA tests and blaming FEMA, and uh, so and then the first recorded volcano warning activation ever happened last night, which was Saturday, June thirtieth. We're actually recording this a day you late than usual because yeah, reasons.
3: Uh, another because is because that should have never fucking happened. Thanks, Nebraska. I'm, I'm actually – now
1: that I'm looking back at it in hindsight, I'm glad we postponed because we wouldn't have been able to include it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then um, and then we're going to be doing – today's episode of EAS History is going to be a fun one because what we're going to be doing is we are going to be talking shit on everyone. Oh, yeah. Because our topics, our topics of the EAS History this time around is – Going to going to look in the past from 2011. We're going to be doing a postmortem on the 2011 test and how fucked up it was. And then thanks we are to going. To, yeah, thanks BCCO. We're going to take that and we're going to keep and we're going to keep on going through the years. The uh, every single time the EAS is fucked up in some way, shape, or form, as well as any sort, as well as any like notable false activations and then DASDEC and EZCAP related security breaches.
3: Uh, okay, I would like to. I, yeah, I would like to make a, a legal disclaimer here. We will not be covering every single EAS fail because there are, frankly, too many to cover.
1: You'll <laughs> we'll the, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. notable
3: ones. Yeah, most of the notable but anyways,
1: ones. anyway, so let's get started with our first topic in our random EAS shit that's been going on. So Gabe and Anna have actually experienced this firsthand. T-Mobile doing random WIA tests. Six times. <laughs> so what do you guys want to explain kind of like at least from your experience what it was yeah sure if you like to so, go
0: yeah I, I i can explain my point in my point of view because i i have a, i have a context a little bit before because i was already awake at that point you woke mm-hmm. up from it so anyways so i was pulling an all-nighter because i couldn't sleep thanks 90 degree weather and the i heard my phone go off for a Wea test i'm like Huh, alright, part of exercise this is only a test, please disregard I'm Like, alright, cool, cool. Hit hey, okay mm-hmm. put my phone down then it goes off again wasn't it like look three it. minutes later yeah, I look at it again same message I'm like, huh, maybe something's broken, they're probably just trying to fix it put it down put it down, and at th- that point I posted in the, the ER and participants chat like, yo, this happened and I'm like, oh, it happened again. Mm-hmm. And then Anna re- replied back saying that she was getting the same thing. Now, typically, those kinds of tests don't happen when one person is in Wisconsin and the other one's in Seattle, Washington.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. The only way for uh, that really to happen is
3: uh, nationwide alert activation. <laughs> hey, guys, I got e-skip on my cell tower. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, <laughs> but so after after Gabe messaged that he kept getting the tests what, I proceeded to go to, to Twitter to see five, what's going five, on and it's blowing up everywhere, all over the nation 3:30. everybody's like, why is my phone going off for a test at 5am in the morning because Gabe for, forgot to mention this was at 5.30am so yeah, 5.30 a.m. Central. Yeah, so middle of the night. So these tests are going off, and we're, we're trying to find out. Oh, yeah, and that's by the I also end of the night, they had being, sent, we were, they were I, I believe exercise, it was four tests alerts, live but they were being over the air. As by the third one, I had literally put my, uh, my phone into Do Not Disturb yourself. because these mm-hmm. are fo- so force pushes. It's not like you can opt out of so
0: which, um, so,
1: which is why people that didn't have test alerts enabled were still getting them. Yep. Yeah. Oh, actually.
2: Uh, no, I actually found out exactly why. Huh. You remember how they were exercise? Exercise kind alerts don't like fall under the test alerts. category. 'Cause they're they fall under a category you can't turn off called exercise. I didn't know this Which until I was actually do. looking through my phone settings, and it actually tells me that it's a different category of alert. So you just can't turn it off. The only way to turn off exercise alert? Yeah. Honestly. The only way to turn I, I off exercise just, is to just turn off I feel like the only
3: uh, uh, um, our that, organization, that's what Gabe or, did. you know, um, I wound up putting my phone into issue any into, sort of um, alerts be FEMA because, and FEMA only um, and the I National Weather Service I feel um, like private companies, or not private companies, but you know, companies that provide the cap feeds like Sprint and T-Mobile and you know all that should not be allowed to issue their own alerts. And if they do, they have to use one very specific code.
0: Yeah, and here's the thing. Here's the thing about that, too. This one, None of these tests were going over iPause.
3: Yeah, it's their own private direct, thing.
0: It was being sent directly to the phones through using their own tools.
3: Which I feel like it's honestly not... I feel like that shouldn't be a oh. thing, because iPods should be the only way that these go through. Oh. Mm-hmm. They were blaming yeah. it on FEMA.
1: Yeah, Anna, do you want to explain yeah. that portion?
3: Yeah.
0: Jeez.
2: Uh, oh, and it gets... Oh, and it gets better. No, no. Yeah, so so basically what happened is everybody in Twitter started pinging T-Mobile and FEMA going, what the hell's going on? Because these tests are four tests back to back to back within 30 minutes Um, on, I think it was Wednesday of last week? I don't remember. But point is, we had four tests back to back to back and they pinged both um t-mobile and fema going what's going on Mm t-mobile then turns around and pins it on fema saying fema's the ones who who issues alerts it's their fault for for this happening even though i think it's well known by now that um ern has access to said ipos feeds those alerts were never issued over ipos if they were every carrier would have gone off, not just
1: T-Mobile. And then I think we but should it gets also gets even better this isn't just because T-Mobile. Because the this next is day, they send so two more carriers, at 2.30 like a.m. You and Gabe are on Google Fi, which runs on T-Mobile. Uh, my time,
2: and yeah. The so the first one went off of at literally 2.32, and the next one went off at 2.33. So two... Yeah. 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 So whatever we're s- Boost.
3: Yeah. Oh, I should have had we're my phone bit of because I bit a phone
2: with of a little bit of T-Mobile. We're a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit uh they uh freaking uh what, so, what's carrier, the so one with the when they send it up that high that, that means it had to have probably been
3: sent from a pretty high place of authority no. not authority but a pretty high place yeah, Mint, of work, Mint as got in like it. someone so who works all, in, like, these cari- all of these all these right?
2: carriers they all got Maybe it because you they sent be it like over the actual network
3: the exactly VSS yeah it can't just yeah, be yeah. some random dude at a cell tower it's so dumb no Exactly, yeah, there's no control.
2: No, because if it's, if, um, bear in mind, the cell towers uh, only relay that information from like, a, yeah, so somebody was testing something, because mm-hmm. here's the thing. Whenever it, comes, whenever it comes to this, they were pinning the blame on iPods, even though, first of all, it wasn't iPods. And second of all, they were saying that these tests could not be avoided. That them going over the air is mm-hmm. inevitable. Here's the thing. If you know you how Cap test works, test. you know that whenever it comes to Wea, you can literally turn it off yeah,
3: so there's first of all you can set it as you not take. an
2: exercise test so it won't override everything but you can also like you, you can send it out a proper test alert and you can also send it in a way where it won't activate your customers phones because you can tell it not to yeah
1: Mm-hmm. You you
2: can yeah. tell it yeah. to not be in prison That's just they didn't do that. that, and they is, dr- like, tried know, to pin, pin the blame it. on like, other companies won't own or uh, other it. authorities. Like, that's I don't like about it, which we're not involved in yeah, this honestly, in any way. They it would have just said, "Hey, pin- I'm sorry, we did pin- it by in a malicious Other way.
1: than you know making the freaking public alerting system, <laughs> like you don't just blame the government for that. Like that's not their place. They don't have access to their. I mean, they do because it's iPods, but they don't. They didn't do it through iPods, so they did it on their own system. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And the government just because. Uh, sorry, so because Anna, you you messaged them on Twitter and you got the response of that it was FEMA's fault.
2: Yeah, um, several people did um they basically they had a canned response of it's fema's uh alerting you system
1: kind of more of what you heard from them
2: and uh i think it was john wasn't it you who said that like somebody sent you a message saying that freaking ipods was pissed because they were getting angry phone calls about this and they had nothing to do with it yeah Oh, here here's a here's another thing um, for for people with subcarriers, because I, I actually look through like people who are having Google Fi, who would ping both Google Fi or I, I saw one with boost and saw one with Mint and one with Google Fi. They would ping both Google Fi and T-Mobile. Um, Google what? Fi would respond with it's not us. So, um, they don't because even we can't have do that. that We're technology. on T-Mobile's have, network and T-Mobile whenever technology. they would go to T-Mobile instead, mm-hmm. because it's not but they it's, do. Not Fi, they do. it's not FI, because it's not their network, T-Mobile would turn around and say, oh, it's FI. They're the one who sent it. Yeah, they were, they were just pinning the blame yeah. so on anyone else. Here's my theory. No, Google FI does have that technology. They do have the ability to send their own alerts. The issue is... This was Here, here's a my full theory. T-Mobile system so, uh, my theory issuance is that across there's, the United States. There's two things. States. There's one but T-Mobile is that was putting the blame the, on the general anyone, but manager, or whatever. They pulled on, you know, they like pinned like it on every shit, single carrier, social media people, to that they're the one reply this up way, this or they were situation. pre-told so, to just say,
3: "Hey, if there is literally any problem with tests or we attest, just literally give this canned response." And maybe they weren't updated yet, so either it's a completely horrible communication exercise. Like they did not have very good communication in between the the operational
1: is is even after like a day after the first main event, like they had plenty of time to
3: exactly
1: let their their social media know, but they still like, I bet you, if you asked them right now, they would still say it's I pause.
3: Yeah. So it's just, uh, I don't even understand. So honestly, we kind of, kind of knocked out the idea of it being a communication error. Mhm. Okay.
2: Mhm. Uh when see whenever whenever I ping them about it this was literally the day I mean, after would the they second continue one continue to do it? <laughs> so this was I I believe around 4 a.m. after the second um the second one went off. Um, this is a second day. So the, the set of two, they sent six total, four in the first day, two in the second. Um, I'm surprised they haven't. Well, that's the thing. They have no reason to do that. We, they know the system works. There's nothing wrong with the system. I have a feeling that they. So yeah. I still have this feeling. I feel like it was a training exercise. Uh, you but know, they didn't realize I, that I they don't even pushing understand it live why they. Until it was already if too it, late. If,
3: even if it wasn't a training exercise and, and they, wanted to they just don't test want to it, own up
2: that they've up that training that exercise that same day.
3: So they're there pinning were like the blame on everyone five else. Five different freaking alerts probably that went over all of T Mobile at once. Like there was an Amber alert for Florida, there was. Um, Uh, probably a bunch of national weather service shit. Like honestly, your system works. Why do you need to test it? And why do you have to do it two days in a row? So that honestly, I don't know.
1: well and i also have an issue with how many times that they well, did test like there's honestly, no reason to honestly say, well, i'm not well, angry it,
2: like, about them because you know testing is well, a here's, good here's an thing. even bigger point
3: so when More i first joined ERN, when I, forced, forced, when, <laughs> when I first when they tested it when i first joined responded to i would like I would be developing my stuff and i would on. constantly be sending is, you know test alerts and shit like that yeah. not like i mm-hmm. still don't <laughs> um uh, but I, I would always get reprimanded and say, hey, if you're going to do testing, you need to have a testing side for things. There needs to be a, a, an operational and a testing side. And I'm sure T-Mobile has some sort of smaller like test network that they use for shit. Why not just do that? Why? Why use the operational network? And if you're going to train your employees, why not do it in like a dummy area? You know, it's just poor planning.
2: Oh, definitely.
3: No, actually. I mean,
2: whenever it comes to testing, um, I I like to think of it like the same way that they do testing for, um, have you ever seen the test facilities for freaking nuclear power plants? Those are really cool. They make an exact duplicate of the entire system, except they don't hook it up to an actual power plant. It's just hooked up to a simulator. So I feel oh, like yeah. that is a really great way for like testing. If this a nuclear watch, power plant uh, serves um, we to a miniscule amount of people compared to, to what a giant network want to send that like, like T-Mobile does, that T-Mobile has ample amount of money to do that. So what we can do is I'm absolutely 100% sure that T-Mobile has enough resources to make a an, an exact
1: duplicate. Yeah. Your three majors. Like your, your iPhone, your oh, Samsung. Yeah. and
2: Yeah, so they, they have the funds to duplicate their system, at least on a small scale. Now yeah. what you can do is you can get a couple different phones. You don't mm-hmm. need every phone, just enough. Yeah, three ma- like three major brands. Yeah. Uh, the way I do it is three major brands, three smaller brands, and then um, three different generations. So newest... Last gen, super fucking old. Um, I would do that so I have a nice data set. And then I can connect all of these to this dummy network um, using, uh, if you're going to be duplicating it, you can use like at least one cell tower, basically a transmitter in a fucking room, with, its, with a different set of, um, of SIM code so no other phone can actually access it. You hook exactly, that up to yeah. your, your freaking mock network, now you can send alerts all you want. That isn't going to hit anyone. That's not going to impact anyone. And since it's a duplicate of your live system, at least on a smaller scale, you know it will work whenever you move it over to your live system because it's the exact same system. That's that, Like I was saying, like whenever it comes to the nuclear power plant um, stuff, they make an exact duplicate so whenever they're training the people – you literally cannot tell the difference mm-hmm. between the test room and the the actual thing. You cannot. Every single button's in the exact same place. Every single alarm is the exact same alarm. Every single word in every single panel is exactly the same. Even to the point where the trash cans are in the same spot oh, yeah. in the rooms. It's absolutely insane. And like the thing is. Whenever you're talking about a carrier yeah, I mean, like T-Mobile, Verizon, Sprint, that that needs to be these big carriers, they have enough like like funds to do that easily, that, hands T-Mobile down. Mobile is right up there with like Verizon and AT&T. So I have like a feeling customer. that either that's what so happened, or like, somebody was just fucking around, not knowing what they were doing.
3: Yeah, and and uh, another thing about and, that is like not only should there be, you know. Yeah. Uh, fixing what is what's already done there should be future you know implementations like i understand that okay yeah. so let's be honest here some bozo that got hired yeah. doesn't just you know have access to issue a whole freaking test like there should be like two factor upon two factor to issue this stuff like this so like Honestly, some guy that's trained insanely should not make a mistake like this. Do you get what I'm saying? So whoever has access to it knows what the fuck they're doing. But if some little bozo tries to come and, you know, like issue an alert, I, they won't be so able what to. You're,
1: so what you're saying is it needs to be better access
3: control. It, it's extremely better access control. Like I don't give a shit. Lock it in a bunker.
0: Like this is like this is a like this is a freaking and there's probably an instance of what happened in Hawaii yeah exactly wrong button or something instead of a wrong button it's the access controls aren't great
3: yeah exactly
1: honestly I don't know I think it's it's a whole thing that we still are trying to get more information about and since T-Mobile isn't owning up to anything it's hard to get that information yeah Trust me, I can almost guarantee you you that they are looking into it because, granted, it was on their own, it was on T Mobile's network. It's still wireless emergency alert. It's still. We basically got to wait for FEMA FEMA. to do their thing. Another thing.
3: Oh, go ahead. Another Mm -hmm. thing that FEMA is most likely looking into right now is (laughs) Um, Nebraska. Uh, so Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what happened yesterday, I, yeah. I only caught like the tail end of whatever happened, but yeah. apparently there it's was still, something that was supposed to be an EVI yeah, or whatever system. it was supposed to be. It was a wildfire warning
1: or something. Yeah, or we do not know what it was supposed be to be.
3: Either. Uh it was it was issued, uh, the text was all normal, TTS was normal, so like the average user probably wasn't affected except their phones had volcano warning, which probably freaked the shit out of people. Or because um, or T
1: V networks because yeah, it was exactly. a cap alert.
3: Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, what happened was they sent a regular alert, and I'm assuming someone hit the wrong button or someone programmed the wrong script or something. Uh, they sent it as a volcano warning. <laughs> the also, code was goW
1: Yeah, this is the first time, at least to our knowledge in recorded history, that the volcano warning code was ever used for yeah. an official alert.
3: It's so just, yeah. it, it's a.
1: And granted it's like it's yeah it's a misactivation but it's a massive deal because one that code has never been used and it was the first time it was used was an error but and you know what is, I'm though, thinking like, right I, don't, I don't know what kind of software or i don't know if they're using like a DAS eoc or something or whatever but well the like i know uh, on the like equipment sender, like that like it has specific messages and it shows you like for example like on the DAS interface whenever you go to originate something It'll specifically make sure that's the event code that you chose.
3: If uh, if if this helps anyone, I'm pretty sure the actual iPods-like code was just a bunch of numbers. There was no letters or anything, no underscores. Usually like MNET or something like that, if they were pushing it through MNET, usually has mm-hmm. like an underscore and then the the sender name and stuff like that. So I'm not sure what that is. But um, another reason why this is such a huge deal is – Just from my perspective, imagine this. You're sitting here, you're a radio operator, and you're like, you don't really... Have, know a whole lot about the EAS, you know what to do, you know, hey, push Daz button twice, send weekly, haha, ha, very funny. Um, yeah, exactly. So, you don't really know much about this, but you get this warning that says Volcano Warning, but oh, it's a wildfire warning, and crap, I'm a radio station, and I like big corporate money, I don't want to send anything that would interrupt my music, except when I'm absolutely required to, <laughs> and do I would you assume... Uh, Yeah, and I would assume they're probably not required to send volcano warnings, but I could be completely wrong. Uh, My guess is that at least one station was like, crap, uh, I don't want to send this anymore because it was really annoying. So they blocked the volcano warning code. But what if there was, you know, something that actually needed the volcano warning code and now it's blocked off? It's kind of like Boy Who Cried Wolf. It's like Boy Who Cried Wolf, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, the volcano code really doesn't have much use
3: but when it it does does, it it does does. it has a
1: purpose but like yeah from my perspective most people will use either evi or lae
3: yeah exactly volcano code is kind of like the blue code it doesn't really have a whole lot of use because there was there's another reason i could code code for it the
1: only reason like i was telling my wife about this yesterday actually so the only reason i could ever see like vow voa right ever being used is if like yellowstone for example like the thing is though with yellowstone is you'll know when it's gonna happen oh yeah 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 like maybe like a day in advance at least but the thing is with that like i could see vow being used for that because it's like oh ooga booga volcano warning get the fuck out of here
3: yeah exactly
1: but the thing is though like there isn't much use other than that because the thing is though because yellowstone is a national emergency So, like, I could see it being used for that. But at the same time, though, I could see it being used for every, like, for not many other purposes.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So, I think there needs to be.
3: Yeah, it's like, guys, Old Faithful just erupted. We need to send a freaking volcano warning. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God, guys. Send Uh, a yellow warning. Yeah, exactly. Volcano warning, go brr, for wildfire. (laughs) (laughs) So what, do we know what the county was off the top of our head that sent uh, it,
3: that? It had two oh, words.
1: Wild. It had two words. Hold on, let me look for it. Yeah, it was in... We know it was in Nebraska.
3: I am checking right now. That um, it was Bluff, Nebraska. Scott's Bluff. Scott, Scott's, Bluff. Yeah, Scott's Bluff. Scott's it Bluff.
1: Scott's Bluff, Nebraska. Uh, and I'm assuming it was probably emergency management that sent it.
3: Yeah. there's some sort of EMA just for that county. It's not like, you know... Inland. Yeah, yeah, looking at
0: it, it was you looking at it, it was the Nebraska Region 22 EMA.
3: Okay, okay. I'm actually just checking my actual cap feed really quick. And yeah, I think so, so is, the code was literally just one a bunch of those numbers. Cases,
1: I think this is the case where it's poor training because a well trained mm-hmm. person would not have done that.
3: Yeah, it, hey, if this helps, um the the CDN that had the audio on it was getrave.com. Maybe it was some sort of proprietary software they're using. Uh, it,
2: it, it's Rave. It, it's one of their issuing things. It's Rave Mobile, I yeah. believe. Um, they they actually test almost every single day. So was it into Rave iPod. that issued this? No. No, no, no. no, no. Rave is an origination Rave, software. Rave is
0: an origination software, kind of
1: like Alert Sense. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are software that can sets. communicate that can send yeah, two iPods yeah. open.
2: Yeah, rave isn't rave the ones that send like n- daily a freaking earthquake yeah, warning and Yeah, They send, do- the iPod they send test daily
0: earthquake
3: warnings yeah. to the TDL feed.
1: Hmm.
3: Huh. That's actually kind of interesting. So either
1: it could have been like like in my from my perspective, the only reason, the only ways I could have seen this happening is one poor training or two a software issue. But software yeah. issue is not high on my list at all because that software has been out for a bit and yeah. that has never happened before.
3: It was most likely operator error,
1: 100%. Which the thing is though, like, especially in like emergency management, if you have access to iPods, you shouldn't have these issues in the first place. You should know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> yeah. It's, should we... it's once again, access control. Like you need to know exactly what you're doing before you touch the software
0: so, yeah. cause yeah, I, so I don't know if any of y'all know this. I'm actually a certified alert issuer. Mm-hmm, I, really? actually went, I actually went through, I actually went through the FEMA training for alert issuance. And that is one of the things that they do. That's one of huh. the things that they say. That's cool. I don't have access to issue alerts, but I have the certification if I ever have to, or if I ever like get hired at an EOC.
3: Yeah.
1: It's a and good I'm resume actually. point.
2: But Come on, people. Goals.
3: <laughs> Goals.
1: But Speaking yeah. of fuck-ups, shall <laughs> yeah, we go like,
0: into EAS history?
1: I think so. I don't think that's or a bad idea say at all. E-
0: or should I say EAS shit show?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, if, if yeah. we already weren't on that.
0: Well, yeah. Hop on the train. Hey,
1: guys. Welcome to the EAS shit show.
0: I'm shit. Um, so... I'm actually going to start off a little earlier. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. 2005.
3: Alrighty. I'm in for a ride. Get your popcorn.
0: Oh, yeah. Get your fucking popcorn, guys. All right. On February the 1st, 2005, in the state of Connecticut, an alert was issued calling for the immediate evacuation of the entire state. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) The message was broadcast due to Operator Error. While conducting an unannounced, sched- but scheduled statewide test,
1: what the fuck? So a school fire drill, basically, and it was also sent with zero
0: <laughs> details. One percent of the people who actually who received the alert actually attempted to leave the state.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, That's I, funny. How, I don't blame them. <laughs> yeah. If I got an, an evacuation that said to evacuate the state of Montana, I'd be on my I'd be on my ass trying to get out of here.
3: Yeah, because you in Montana, you ain't got no idea what's coming. <laughs>
1: no, you really don't.
3: Yeah,
1: I'd be coming over to Seattle to see Gabe to be like, what the fuck is going on?
3: Yeah. So do we know yeah. why? So we we know what it was. Do we know who did it? Do we know like the EMA or anything? Or do we know it was, like, it
1: was
0: the it was operator error.
3: It was operator error. Yeah, it was
0: operator error. Um, it was originally supposed to be a uh, internal test.
3: But it yeah, went
0: out. I see. Uh, speaking of internal tests, about two years later, on June 26, thousand and seven, in Illinois, while they were testing a new MNet receiver put at the state's EOC, they sent an EAN. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember that actually. Uh,
2: wasn't wasn't that WGN?
0: Yeah, W G WGN relayed a freaking MNet EAN. That was issued while they were trying to do close circuit testing.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Again, have a test network, guys.
0: Oh, it gets better. After the attention tone, the alert was followed by dead air. And then, (laughs) then WG, and then the freaking host of the uh, morning show, Spike O'Dell, from WGN was like, I wonder what all that beeping was all about. And then (laughs) EOMs.
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh, it was all that beeping?
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh
1: do you know? I just
3: out of curiosity, do we know what N-Dec it actually was that sent it? It was Mnet. But like, that's what generated it the was Mnet. That is that what generated like the headers? Like, what do they At even least. sound like? That, do they sound like Daz um, headers?
0: I don't know. the The original alert never got released. We only we only um, have the audio from okay. WGN.
1: Uh, I think WGN uh, uses a Daz, So
0: this is the radio. of an WG. Emma.
1: Yeah, we we could get we could ask Emma and she would probably know. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know who else could know Nick because he lives in that
3: local area. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> Here's the thing: I could tell you guys because I have access to that project that I'm
3: Okay, I could literally tell you guys. Well, this is this is old WGN though.
0: Well either way this is uh it's either going to be a gray box or digital
3: yeah okay but yeah um before we get into uh the big wham of a test do we have any other small ones that we'd like to talk about oh we do
0: i have any oh i i have one more in 2010 okay go ahead let's go all the way to hermiston oregon near the umatilla chemical depot okay um Weather radios and CSEPP, tone alert radios. For those who, for those of you who are wondering, the CSEPP radios are something that are something that uh, basically whenever uh, people live near chemical plants, people get those radios given to them by the army mm-hmm.
1: ah. like,
0: just for like hazardous material spills and shit.
3: And wait, what are they activated over though? Like, is there a certain frequency? Oh, actually, huh. but they okay. only activate on a certain. Field. Is it ten fifty? I don't know. Huh.
0: So they were activated with an EAS alert shortly after five p.m. The message transmitted was originally supposed to be an SBR severe thunderstorm warning issued by NWS Pendleton, but the transmission broadcast instead was a long period of silence followed by a few words in Spanish. What the fuck? (laughs) There was there wasn't actually an emergency at the depot. Okay.
3: We don't even then, know what the code was?
0: No, it was sent over as an SVR.
3: Oh, okay. But it
1: still activated those chemical warnings, so yeah. alert radios. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: and then we have the big Yeah, the, the big, big one that almost
3: everyone has heard about.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2011 Emergency Action Notification Live Code Test. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: so that test was an interesting one. It was one of Some the biggest sta- all time failures, like national failures. I think I've ever heard of,
0: but yeah. So, um, most of the people received the alert in a feedback loop. So what a feedback loop is, is, uh, for those of you who don't know, is when you put an audio, when you put an audio device onto another audio device, It kind of echoes a little bit, kind of like this, you know? Ow! Uh, It is a feedback loop. But instead, if you... But if it's over... But if it's over a period of time, it can... When it's over a period of time, it'll take a little bit longer for it to become a freaking living hell. And that's what happened with the EAN test. WCCO didn't have their index wired correctly. So their pay their PEP end deck their digital that, that originated the alert on the on the their end sent it over the air to their to over the thing but in front of them them in the air chain was their regular end deck and that started relaying because that because it was using it as a monitor and then once that happened the main end deck took over and then that began the feedback loop
3: Mm -hmm. so basically you you would have heard uh two copies of the same audio and headers in the first copy of the audio which actually apparently caused a lot of easies to uh sell or to activate twice because i don't think easies had any filter for that they did they did okay
0: it would have came from two different call signs oh it's it's also it's an ean and you can configure the easies to not acknowledge the timestamps
3: Okay. Okay. Yeah. And on top of that, another part of it being a failure was the fact that a lot of lazy station operators just completely refuse to just walk over to their easy for two seconds and enable test mode. And another problem is even the people that did, if their easy is activated again, test mode would have been off. So at first you would have seen test, and then you would have actually seen primary entry point, national emergency action notification. Yeah, because
0: the EZ is only the Easy's only <laughs> activate the test mode once.
3: It'll relay it It'll
0: relay it once, and then it untakes chest mode. But if it, but if it relays again, then
3: yeah, and I'm pretty, mm-hmm. didn't that cause like a lot of mass panic too? Eh. no, yeah. I, I'm sure. I'm sure just the fact that the audio was unintelligible probably caused a couple people to freak out.
0: Yeah, but yeah, that's the 2011 EAN test. I guess it's a, he's in postmortem. I feel like they should definitely do another one just to just to see how what the state of the EAS is now with the EANs because I because yeah. I think. I think using the NPT event code is um, kind of defeating the purpose. Exactly, point, yeah. At that point.
1: Well, to be fair though, most newer Index at least will treat NPT as an EAN just without test. No, or just with a test. You
0: have to ex- you have to explicitly configure it to do that.
3: Yeah, oh, really? uh, I'm pretty sure yes. a, there's a lot of Index that will just literally just relay uh, an tr- NPT my to index treat, like an arm my, my,
1: my Index will
3: treat it like any other
1: alert. No, really, because I know Dazdex will treat it as an EAN with live relay and everything.
3: I, I haven't really tested, but I'm pretty sure I think TFT is also just treated as a normal alert. Uh, I think NPTs are live relay on TFT. Are you sure? Because I, well, I did no. try that, but I don't know. So.
0: Uh, here's the thing about NPTs, NPT or MP or the TFT predates the NPT for most of their former yeah. versions. Mm. So it'll just treat it as an unrecognized event.
3: Oh, I wonder cool. what uh, I wonder what a lot of the uh, GRs do because I mean those are still being sold. Um,
0: they shouldn't exist.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um,
2: so whenever it comes to the GRs, um, the NPT falls under test alert. Really? Yeah. The, um, even the, the the newer versions of the TFT that did actually have the NPT code does the same thing. Falls under a test alert. Huh. Hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah, it doesn't treat EAN. it like an EAN.
0: Only, the only... The only code that live relays are the EAN is literally the EAN code.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. not even... Oh, yeah I, actually, um, no, TFTs do treat the EAT, I'm pretty sure, similar to the nope, EAN. No, they don't. Are you no, sure? no, they don't.
2: I thought I tried
0: it's it. It's
3: only
2: EAN. I thought I... No, nope, it's okay. only EAN. Trust me, I have two over here. That's I can true, tell you're right, you. you're right. Um, um, so the only index that can actually treat treat an NPT like an EAN are the... Um, the easy cap and the sage and the reason why is uh well also you can technically do it with the daz deck as well Well, but not because i know level because
1: i know on on my daz deck npt falls under the national uh alert node which is which is Uh, set to do live relay just like an ean and it's it's for it's well the only other codes that fit in there are ean and npt
2: um the 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 deck is weird, because they added that in a newer version, but in the older versions that most decks are on, because I've noticed that a lot of decks are on the older versions, it wasn't like that, it was only EAN and EAT in that mm-hmm. filter. Um, the reason why, and here's the thing, you can't really change it either. Um, on the older models, you would have to upgrade. But on the SAGE, you can just drop it into the same filter as the EAN, and, uh, and I believe it will auto relay the same exact way. Mm-hmm. I need to check up on that, but with the easy, the reason why I can say the easy cap can treat it like an EAN is you can make the easy cap treat every alert like an EAN. So <laughs> <laughs> ooh,
1: you can literally ooh, make ooh, the, the easy Thursday cap. Morning.
2: <laughs> no, you can literally make the easy cap live relay every single alert. It's literally easy. Are
3: fast too? Don't they go off like insanely fast for EANs?
0: I haven't tested the cap for EANs, but the easy plus is relay fucking relay EANs like instantly. Yeah. Like you hear the, like you see the first, you you play the first header and boom, it's sending.
3: Yeah. It's kind of crazy.
1: I've never tested the Daz deck on it and I don't plan to, but I do we know how fast that one will go off? I haven't tested it. Maybe we could take that. I should, I should take my Daz deck offline later.
3: Yeah, we should we yeah, we should t- we should uh take a look at that. Um
1: yeah, I'm down to do it but, after this recording. <laughs> what if
3: we uh or just to cur- out of curiosity, what if we set up a couple dummy streams and like Gabe you hooked your Easy up and I hooked my TFT up and we made like actually, a little you, EAN actually, relay chain.
0: We we EAN tested. We EAN tested Anna's Easy using the broadcaster. No. That was <laughs>
3: Yeah, we'll we'll have to talk about this later, and we'll we'll come back with the results on the next episode. We yeah. tested
2: my easy with the broadcaster with three different firmware versions that mm-hmm. were pushed to the EZ um, via fucking um, over the over internet, the, over the public internet from a virtual machine. Yeah, <laughs> yep. if you want to talk about barely scraping by, almost freaking bricking an end deck, that's how you do it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So do we. Oh, next so, time.
0: Oh, I was thinking of double matting it ne- next time.
1: <laughs> so, so with the, is there much we want to talk about with the with the EAN test? Because I'm, I kind of want to move on to something I, I know a little bit more oh, about. we got, we got. Well, I got plenty. All well, right. Because in in the, in the timeline, <laughs> I guess KRTV <laughs> would be next yes it would I I actually have a treat for the listeners here 2013 I, I, I have the uh, the message loaded in Riverside without the tone, so that we can give like an example of what it sounded like
3: okay go ahead
0: um meanwhile several stations in Great Falls Montana, and Marquette Michigan had hacked up Dazdex. and guess what and guess what they decided to play they had have the choice of any message in the world but cam? They decided to play the following.
1: Yeah, it was a uh, it was a code for a local area emergency, and it had this audio here. So it basically went from that back, just continually going about like, do not ap- do not come, do not go close to the zombies or quote unquote zombies. But yeah, and then there was actually a few false activations because of it. On top, really? like even, even like when yeah. when news stations were covering it, yeah, they played the headers. Yeah, oh, there yeah. was it was uh, yeah, uh, I think it was like WIZM, uh, right?
0: WIZM in Lacrosse, Wisconsin.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And they they triggered WKBT DT on the TV side.
3: Oh, we mm-hmm. love not having strict time.
0: Yeah. Um, but but uh. A couple years later, the freaking the same dead bodies audio actually got issued by got got issued by on WCZY in Indiana in 2017. A few years later. Hmm. Um.
3: So another one that I don't know much about, and nor do I know where it is. Wasn't there one something about like uh, a train or whatever, and it was a cat message. There was like,
0: would you, the one that's like, would you, could you on a train? I don't yeah. know if we can verify that was real.
3: No. Okay. Well, then I don't I, think we
0: can verify that
3: that it's yeah. that one being real. Um, Just a bunch of, like, I don't know. There's a bunch of these that probably aren't verifiable as real. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my thing. I don't think it's verifiable. Yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I also have seen a bunch of like, <laughs> especially for Cox, there's a. There was one where – I don't know what code it was, but there was this guy. Uh, it, it was literally just uh, – I, I think what happened was someone's end deck kind of broke. So the, I mean, they may have been sending a weekly and Cox might have fucked up and relayed it. But basically it, it was tones oh, and then it cuts. Yeah, and then it cut to uh, some guy's conservative oh, talk oh. show. Oh,
0: actually, actually, you know what? The WKTV, would you, could you want a train one? That was real. How?
3: Like, somebody was happened? monitoring
0: tdl <laughs>
3: uh, that's funny somebody was monitoring tdl okay yeah. that's probably one of the dumbest things i think i've heard for i will reference
2: to it for reference for people for reference. who don't know tdl is ipos's testing test lab control. environment so that is where all the test alerts are Um, they have daily earthquake warnings and, like, monthly alerts that go over there. And we've actually seen quite a few times that blue alerts just show up in TDL all the time. So monitoring TDL is a really bad idea to do it in a live environment.
1: Yeah, because it's meant for internal only. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, um, but, yeah. uh, And then kind of going back to 2008, there's uh, something that I missed. Ww or sorry, KWVEFM in, in uh California accidentally issued a monthly when it meant to conduct a weekly. Uh. Furthermore, the dude aborted the alert by shutting off their deck. Oh my instead god! Instead of sending EOMs, oh,
1: causing everybody,
0: because uh, ca- causing everybody to broadcast their programming until they took their deck offline.
1: Wow, is that until it hit the two minutes? Allowed no, time, or is that
0: just so shut sends EOMs? No EOMs were sent. Not all Index actually acknowledged the two-minute limitation. Huh? Surprisingly. Huh. Surprising, actually, yeah. And fun fact, and fun fact, you can send an alert for longer than two minutes if it reaches if you're sending it on the stage at priority sixty-three. Oh uh, okay. <laughs> but anyways, that's besides the point. We can uh, now. I'm going to start mixing in a couple more things here. Specifically, tone use, tone usage outside of alerts. Explain. Mm. Y'all ever watch Olympus Has Fallen?
3: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> we
1: were actually talking about that on the last episode.
0: Yeah. Uh, EAS tones, haha, go burr.
3: Yeah. Um, who who made that again? What what uh, company?
0: Um, they find cable providers actually.
3: Oh really? I thought they just they find, find the... the.
0: They find the cable providers, not the studio.
1: I thought, oh, I thought actually... they. I thought it was ABC that they find for that.
0: No, they just no. They find the cable providers.
3: Huh? Oh, uh, who
1: chose to air it?
0: Hmm. Yeah, that would make sense, I guess. And then, on October twenty fourth, twenty fourteen. Some jackass named Bobby Bones played audio from the 2011 test as a part of a rant from a genuine test from the Nashville Fox affiliate WZTV that interrupted Game 2 of the 2014 World Series. People hmm. relayed it. A bunch of people relayed it. Uh, I Heart Media got fined a million dollars for it. Wasn't Holy that shit. wasn't that
1: one of the biggest fines that was ever issued for an EAS?
0: Yep. Yeah. Um and then they were also ordered to implement a three year compliance plan of removing all EAS tones or similar sounding noises from its audio production libraries.
1: Was I there was one there was one uh like hack for EAS. Do you remember the uh, February twentieth, twenty twenty one of Wade broadband? Wave broadband? Oh, I'll, I'll be, I'll be touching that actually. Oh, that one has got to be one of my favorites. <laughs> um,
0: I'll be touching that before one. Before
3: that, no wasn't worry. there? Uh, wasn't there? Wasn't there? I, I can't even con- confirm this is real. I think I just heard this, but um, wasn't there one where the weekly interrupted some guy's conservative talk show or some sort of talk show? So he played the 2011 audio um, live on air. I don't remember who that was that told me that, but I think there's a, a similar instance. Of something like that happening. Or maybe it wasn't the EAN audio. Maybe it was some sort of EAS audio, but he just got upset. I'm One that caused
1: sure. the stations to take it?
3: I don't even know if it caused stations to take it, but he played some sort of EAS audio. I, I can't verify what that was, but I, I've mm. heard something like that. I'm not yeah. sure. I if you're listening to not this not and much. you're in our Discord, let us know and we'll probably talk about it on the next episode. Or if you want to join
1: our Discord, you can go to west easnetwork there's or you can check there. out or you can check out Yes, yeah, that's a
0: that's a chill site too.
1: Ours um, is cooler, even though we're all the same people.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yep, it's also on the same web server too. All right, we can talk about we can talk about uh, Tegna. Ooh, yeah, let's do it. Allow me to introduce you to sports fans being a dumbass. So, elaborate mm-hmm. during during NBC's primetime coverage of the summer olympics WTLV in Jacksonville Florida played an advertisement made by the NF- by made by the Jacksonville Jaguars and featuring out of sequence EAS tones over their training camp training camp footage and a voiceover noting this is not a test this is an emergency broadcast transmission Seek shelter immediately. Well, along with the on-screen text, the storm is coming. That shit aired four times.
3: What and the then, fuck?
0: And then, they're freaking. And then they're. Uh, and then the FCC fined. What was it? Was 000.
1: it Tegna that got fined for that, or was it the actual? It was
0: a. Te- it was a Tegna-owned station. So okay. Tegna Would have gotten the fine.
1: I'm surprised it wasn't the team itself that got fined um hey you can make it
0: it is the station's responsibility yeah to that's make fair sure that that doesn't happen
1: hey you you want
2: know um you want know there's only one instance that i can think of something being worse than that that has been extremely recent you know gabe mm-hmm. eas failures you know radio station you know playing
3: ean headers K-W-A-W. from a youtube rip k-w-a-w <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah, we, we I think we've kind of we've kind of confirmed it off the podcast that it, it the song was most likely illegally obtained, anyways. Yeah, yep. so it's honestly, in my opinion, it's kind of karma for IMOs are Not even
0: a good song, anyway.
1: Yeah, no, it's not. But
0: yeah, but anyways,
1: we're still waiting for FCC reply and the station comment to our reports. But yeah. That'll be interesting. We'll keep you guys updated on that.
0: Um, there was uh, there were a couple fines issued because of the Walking Dead. Yeah, I'm not going to touch on that one. Ended up being ended up being uh, sixty eight thousand dollars for uh, things
3: and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Did um, we already
3: cover the uh, the young Sheldon one?
0: That's what I'm about to talk about. Okay. On, ni- on the 9th of September, twenty nineteen, the FCC proposed a two hundred seventy-two thousand dollar fine against CBS for using simulated EAS tones in a Young Sheldon episode. Huh. Um, basically, for those of you who haven't watched the episode, they were simulating a tornado warning uh, in the uh, in that episode.
3: Which is actually not point. a bad episode. It's actually kind it of worth your while.
0: It, it, it wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad portrayal. It's just that they were they. Uh, they downloaded EAS tones from YouTube and changed the volume.
3: Yeah.
1: So. Which is funny though, because it's so easy just to make your own headers. Honestly, it would have just been better to flip
0: flip the bit from. Uh, from
3: exactly.
0: Uh,
1: but
3: I don't yeah.
0: think
1: that's the reason that that the FCC fined them though. Wasn't it because it sounded too familiar? Because it sounds like an EAS. Tone. Yeah. Exactly.
3: Which honestly is a valid reason because it's just desensitizing people.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Which I think was the is main reason for the fine. Though, something.
1: Wasn't
0: it? The main reason for the fine was the was uh. The main reason was the main reason for the fine, is that is that it sounds like an EAS tone, and which is part any, of the desensitizing any, part. That any we were mentioning. anything that sounds like an EAS tone can be fined. Hmm. And then, on April 7th, 2020, the FCC proposed a fine against a New York radio station, WNEW, for the use of the attention signal as a part of a skit discussing the NPT held later that day. Or, actually, on October 3rd, 2018, as a part of a skit for the NPT. Mm -hmm. That's because I was one of the NPT ones. Um... There are a couple more. They, there is a would you, could you on a train incident that I did was able to find. Would you, could there, you on a train? There, there was an incident in 2017 where a technical glitch caused by KWVE caused the end of message tone to be admitted, causing regional participants, particularly Charter and Cox, to simulcast a portion of Chuck Swindle's Insight for Living program. Huh? And it, and and as the portion of the program relayed, <coughs> basically, basically, uh, it it came in right at the part where Swindle was discussing Bible verse two Timothy three section one and stated, "Realize this: extremely violent times will come."
3: Oh,
1: <laughs> so also known is just very poor timing.
3: Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That is uh. Wow. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Which is just weird,
1: though, because was it? Uh, do we know what what s- station has what that station has that caused the EOMs to eat themselves out? <laughs> <laughs> Gr.
3: No, I'm joking.
1: <laughs> Honestly, um, I wouldn't be surprised. A lot of I, I've seen a lot of
2: boxes do this. I've known. I've watched my Sage hang on EOMs before, not that long but I've seen it hang a good couple seconds. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I've actually seen Sages crash mid-alert before. It's rare, but it does happen.
3: Dazdeck could do it. Um, The TFT... uh, I could be wrong, but I think that alert was on an easy cap. I think that alert was on an easy cap, actually, because I I remember the scroll being, like, blue.
0: And then, uh, the last one I'm going to touch on for EA's history today... Is, a, is, is I'm actually going to touch on two one two of them. One of them that we mentioned earlier, which is the Wave Broadband Hack, and then the last one being the Hawaii False Alarm. Yeah,
3: yeah. that's another huge one. I mean, most people, they either think of the 2011 one or the Hawaii False Nuclear Alarm thing. Yep. That's usually what they mm-hmm. think of. Or the Purge, which I hate. I hate that people associate EAS with the Purge now.
0: Thanks, the Purge. Yeah. But yeah, so on February the twentieth 2020, the uh the easy caps owned by wave broadband, which is a washington state uh, which is a washington state based cable provider there's they are a small cable provider in certain regions of our of our state mm-hmm. most well most of our stuff is actually have actually like been on the western side it's mostly comcast and Ziply, and then on the eastern side it's uh, Charter spectrum
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, way the, broadband's way
1: broadbands,
0: <laughs> way broadband's pretty small. Way broadband's pretty small. And about three thousand of their customers received false alerts, including a radiological hazard warning, which contained. And they changed the CG and the cap text to be a bunch of memes.
3: What? And one of them, <laughs> and
0: one of them suggested that the provider change their passwords.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. So Publicly forward that- EasyCap. Yeah, because the thing is though, like it's like even like all digital index nowadays will tell you like, hey, bitch, change your password.
3: Uh, the Easy, Easy Cap, Cap does No, I thought the Easy Cap does that, doesn't it? Um,
2: nope. Um, but actually since then, the newest update of the Easy Cap does force require you to change the password, okay, but you can change yeah, it right so. back. You can change it right back to the
1: Why default. would you
3: why? Why um, would you do that? You are so dumb. You're asking for a fine if you do that. The I guess guess if
1: you do that, I guess it's more of like a oh, I don't want to lose my muscle memory to the password. Here's the thing. It is now mandated by the FCC for you to have a different password from the original
2: due to situations
1: like that. Yeah, which is why when I first got my Dazdick, it required me to change the password out of the box. Yeah. Actually, I don't think it required it until I got V4. Yeah,
0: it didn't require it. It doesn't require it until
1: V three. V three, okay. Yeah, because what was my dad's running like two point six when I yeah, first you're, got it? Yeah, you
0: were running two point
1: six. Yeah, I'm glad I have V four. It's so much better. Now just waiting for V five. Yeah. But.
3: So about the yeah. uh, the Hawaii scenario, lead us in on that. I I wasn't there. My dad was there for that, but.
0: On january 13 twenty eighteen, at eight o seven AM local time, the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency mistakenly issued an emergency alert warning of a ballistic missile inbound threatening the region, which
1: claimed to not be a drill. Was it, was it issued later, as uh wasn't it issued as a civil danger warning or Yes, yeah. it was. Okay.
3: It went over uh, TV, radio, and phone, so pretty much all EAS. Yeah, it, didn't it went really, over iPause Sirens never activated because that's a completely separate system. That, um, that requires a couple phone calls.
0: Yeah. Um, 38 minutes later, it was announced by the Her- the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency as well as the Honolulu Police Department that the alert was a false alarm. The incident came in mis- heightened concern over the possibility that Hawaii could be targeted by North Korean missiles.
1: Mm-hmm. And the basically, well, that the thing the, is though the, that was that was right at like the height of the United States that was, and North that Korea situation. That was right after freaking. Uh, that was right after uh,
0: Japan's act. Uh, Japan's whole thing where they oh, yeah. issued their
1: own EAN.
3: There was a, for, a bunch of videos of uh, jailer going off on, on there.
1: Dude, jailer went off hard. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. of the whole North Korea thing, right?
3: Hey, yeah, fun no, fact.
0: North Korea launched missiles o- above Japan.
3: Hey, fun mm, random. For missile tests. Fun random fact uh, parts of Okinawa use wheelins as, as their jailer sirens.
1: Nice, I guess.
3: Yeah, uh, I don't know why I just had to say that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because you're
3: a nerd. Nerd! Nerd! Yeah. But yeah, that's that's kind of all the the big ones. I mean, there's there's a bunch of small ones, but it's like Dude.
0: Yeah, there's even, a shit ton.
3: You can't even cover too, them all in way, one day.
0: Way too many to cover in a single episode.
3: Well, I wouldn't exactly. even say I wouldn't even say a
1: single episode. If you go to the FCC's site for emergency alerts, they've literally
2: got a, a page specifically for like reports against emergency alerts and stuff. And there's like 700 items in there.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. Granted, it's maybe not, great. not all of them are false alerts, but I, that's just reports that the FCC is investigating. Because, you know, someone could report it as a false alert, but then the station could be like, no, this wasn't real. But the FCC, they still have to investigate it if someone complains about it. But it's definitely worth your time to check it out. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Do you guys want to – is there much else you want to touch on, Gabe, or is that, is that about it? Yeah, that's
0: about it for my part. Is there anything else you want to talk about?
1: We could move over to Daz stuff again. I mean, so I could give an update on that. So we're still waiting for the end of the month because today is July 31st. But tomorrow I will be getting in contact with Daz and seeing roadmap stuff on the Daz 3. So we'll cover that in awesome. the next episode. But – Supposedly tomorrow August 1st Will be the day that Dazza start to ship out So we're excited about that Because it's gotta mm. be it, How long has it been Since someone has released a new encoder It's been a hot minute
3: Yeah Yeah. definitely Who was so the last one was it?
0: The Easy Cap
1: And we all know and how that one turned a, out
3: and, and that has been a minute Like Easy Caps have been out for a hot minute
0: Yeah cause uh The digital hasn't had a major hardware revision at all, and they've been – and that has been out since 27 – or – sorry, not 27. I mean 2007. Yeah.
3: -hmm.
1: Honestly, if I were to guess who would be next, I would say it's probably Sage. I don't
3: don't know, man. I don't think they will. They got their I, flagship product. I, I don't think they got their flagship product. I, I really don't think they're gonna do much. Well but I, that's I the could thing be wrong.
1: though. Is I mean it's been so long, but the same no. thing though as the gray box has lasted forever.
2: Here's the thing. Um no, whenever you look at it, the gray box actually didn't because the gray box was was uh um, Yeah, the gray box was actually kind of short lived. Yeah, the gray box was overtaken by the digital in two thousand and seven and it was it was oh, made that's in ninety seven. So the gray box the, the yeah. blue box has existed for a
1: long time. And here's the yeah, thing. Yeah,
0: the blue box has outlived yeah. the freaking
1: gray uh, the gray box. Not only I like, just I'm just, I'm just hoping that not only is it just like it's, uh, it's only going to be daz, buddy. It's sadly only going to be daz. Yeah, but that's the thing though is I would hope that, you know, more companies would try to take advantage of the competition ability there. Well, that's if there's the only thing. One person releasing new Sage things, Dad, has the competition.
3: <laughs> maybe yeah, if that, Sage made a more TV optimized end-deck, maybe yeah. something like that. But and I would I would real. enjoy
1: to see that though because it's competition. Here's the thing.
2: Uh, here here's the sad truth. The emergency alert system. The reason why you're not going to be seeing any like the the dash sorely needed this upgrade. It's literally a PC from the from the early 2000s. It sorely yeah. needed it. Like a lot of DAZs were running still in 2022 32 bit software. So
3: don't even get me started on the GR cap deck. Oh,
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, but the DAZ deck is really old and it needed a freaking hardware revision because it's hitting them to the point where um, a lot of their dependencies that the DAZ relies on at this point has actually. They don't make it for 32-bit software anymore. They had to
3: upgrade to 64. Super insecure
2: to have like outdated stuff. Extremely insecure, especially nowadays. So basically, Daz. This was really only Daz's option. They needed to make a new product for for people who had the older version and say, Hey, you should get this new one because this new one solves all of our security issues and our outdated stuff with the old one.
3: Uh, Of course, a lot of TV stations can be like, no, it works. We don't really care. But uh,
2: basically, whenever it comes to Sage, the reason why Sage isn't going to make a new box is they don't need to. They've already got the competition. Like um, Drew drew up a graph or he sent a graph not too long ago showing the the mapping of every single um, station. Um, Legitimately,
3: there are so many.
2: Yeah. out of five thousand, it's like wasn't it like eighty plus percent of them are blue yes, boxes? It was. Why it would was. they replace? That's, it? In, that's
1: in that's in radio, isn't it, or is that no? That's no, radio it's, and that, TV. That's radio and TV. That's both of them. They are because I know because I know TV Daz controls that market. Oh yeah, radio Sage controls that market. Yeah. Well, yeah. here's the thing.
2: Overall, whenever you look at it, there are so many more. Radio stations and there's TV. I would say easily there's at least five radio stations to one TV station. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, DAZ controls the market for TV, and that's why them releasing a new one using you know proper new standards, freaking HD video, all that is a good thing for them to do. Then again, Sage doesn't need to do that because their box already supports it. it
3: I I think it would be nice, though, to see a sage with, like, an actual inbuilt character generator. I feel like people would like that. It's not going to happen.
1: It's not going to happen. Maybe Um, it's not,
3: but I'm just saying I think I'd like it. Yeah, as much
1: as we would love for it to happen, it would be a nice touch, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to happen. It would be more of a collector's
3: thing.
2: (laughs) Honestly, from from what I see, the way I see things are going, um, I really don't think that the easy cap is going to stay around for much longer. Nobody uses it. It's not updated. And, and it's too expensive. Yeah, it literally too, runs
3: Python two. Yeah, for it's God's per, sake. it's prohibit. Nah, the
2: newer versions are three. But the oh, actually, it, okay. It's, yeah, it's like three point two. It's still an ancient version of three, but it's it runs three. It's still prohibitively expensive, though. Nobody uses it because why get that when you can buy a Daz The Daz can do everything and more. They've been taking features out of the Easy Cap, like in yeah. one of the most recent. Um, updates. They took out Mnet ability, which is a big thing for the Cap. Yeah, I mean, out-
3: that is apparently Trilithic's, like, they, l- yeah. Trilithic loves that. That's their favorite thing to do. Well, is it's, is not it's not Trilithic. Well, it's not it Trilithic. It's actually Viavi. It All of that started well, happening yeah. when
0: Viavi took
2: over. Yeah. yeah. So, Viavi has honestly ran that because the easy cap would have been really great if Trilithic still supported it. Um, because the whole integration between the Easy Cap and the Easy Plus, meaning that you didn't need to buy new encoders, you only needed to buy like one Easy Cap, and then, now you can control all of your Easy Pluses from a central location.
3: Yeah, it uh, would be great for like things like like yeah. big broadcast companies that have a bunch exactly. of smaller stations. They can first
0: everything. First thing that cable. comes to my mind is cable systems. Exactly, exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. it is perfect for that. But as soon as Viavi bought Trilithic, they started pulling these features out. We have no idea why. Like, there's no there's no benefit from them pulling these features out. There's, there's no, no backstory to them pulling it either. Yeah. There's no there's no reason that we know that they did it. All we know is they started pulling the features out. Now, the easy cap is one of... It isn't the worst, but it is one of the worst that's Because if it is prohibitively expensive, it has basically no features versus the competition. The only one that I could say is worse is the GR. Um... And that's because the GR is questionably even able to be IPOS certified. Compliant.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, o- yeah. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it again, the next competitionable N-Deck might be the WACN N-Deck.
3: <laughs> Who
1: knows? But basically, so whenever it comes down to it, you're not going to
2: be seeing any new. I, I don't think that the easy cap is going to be around for much longer. Maybe a couple years at best. To, um, for sale or for, like, everything about it? Like, support, sale? I, I'm not sure. I just don't think it's going to be around for much longer because it, it it's it's basically a ticking time bomb until Viavi realizes that they're losing money on it and then they're just going to get rid of it.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, considering um, they're charging 20 grand for them.
2: Yeah, but basically, whenever it comes to the easy cap, I don't see it being around for much longer. The Sage is still going to dominate the radio market. That's not going to change... It's going to stay that way because the Sage is a drop-in replacement for the 1822, which was one of the first ones. That's why it's so widespread. Um, it is one of the most. It is one of the most secure, whenever it comes to security standpoints, because it's all custom hardware and it's hard to get into, um, unless you're us. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like. It is a great encoder. It does everything right. It's got a really great TTS. It's just a good all-around encoder. And that's why I think Sage is still going to dominate the radio market. And Daz is still going to dominate the TV market because, you know, they now have the only the only end deck that has a built-in, um, like, they're they're the only people who, have, who will have an end deck that can do HD character generator on the actual end deck itself. And for which is what for, a lot of tv stations actually yeah. want. Exactly, because why why then you don't
1: have to go you don't have to go yeah. buy like an everts or something.
2: Um exactly. So that's really great for t- for tv stations, but whenever you look at radio, why would they want that? You're not going to use a character generator in radio.
1: So I you- mean, who who knows who knows what daz has planned. They might come out yeah. with some fallen ass thing in v5 that's just on like under embargo.
3: You know what I wish? I wish there was more HD radio. I I understand HD has like its own little EAS thing, but I wish it kind of had some other support, like maybe a pop-up somewhere or maybe like, I I don't know. I wish more index kind of integrated with it better. Mm. Mm. I wonder if the DASD will do
0: that. What I would love is more widespread adoption of Sirius XM's push system because I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. But on certain, but on certain like high high trim cars. Yeah, my mom's car Series has that, that too. They, they have like they have XM travel and uh, what that does is that whenever you're hopping on a road that's like has traffic, it'll send traffic alerts to your car.
3: Uh, whenever really. we had a tropical storm warning, my mom's Volvo uh, showed up a tropical storm warning from uh, SiriusXM.
1: Yeah, I wish that I wish that could be used a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, so or it's like, more widespread so he, adoption. Is, that kind of sounds like CAP over satellite. It kind of is, really. Decodes it.
3: Yep. Sends it. it
1: kinda is. Is. But, yeah, because it kind of sounds, you know. Yeah, because that's kind of sounds like oh, like, it's just push oh, CAP. Really, your car decoding. Yeah, it's push CAP. It's a push notification that uses CAP.
3: I wonder if we could someday build a decoder for that. We <laughs> already not.
1: built a decoder
2: for NAD, so it wouldn't be that hard if it is push CAP. Well,
3: yeah, but it's probably hella encrypted.
0: Well, it's getting yeah. sent over the it's you're getting sent over the over the pre-existing
1: connection for the music side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess as long as you can get into a serious Now I do not, <laughs> should I buy a freaking serious XM receiver? do it. I have one. Oh,
3: do you do actually you, you should one. hook it up. No,
1: it's in my car. <laughs> oh, okay, I was about to say but I'm assuming uh, I, well, I have a, I'm assuming it wouldn't be that too, hard to it, get into. I have
0: I have one of my car too, it's just not a uh it's not a traveling c- enabled receiver. It's just for music.
1: I would assume mine is because I drive a 2021. <laughs> I'd have to look into that more.
0: Here's the thing that I hate about Sirius XM. This is gonna be a little bit of a tangent. Dude, to cancel Sirius XM if you don't want it anymore, you have to sit on a phone call with yeah, um, you have to call them, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, but you, the, the things and stuff. Why don't want? No, no, don't leave us." Yeah, and they'll try giving you a bunch of deals and shit. I'm like, no,
2: I do not want your bullshit.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and you know, it's just, it's just like,
3: ugh. uh. Do you have to have a subscription to get Travel link info?
0: Yeah, it's an add-on sub. Yeah. Oh,
3: is it actually? To, it's an add-on subscription.
1: to That's the, ridiculous. Uh, music you would think that for emergency capabilities, that should be. Yeah, free.
3: exactly. That's almost like fear mongering. Like, pay us if you want to stay safe.
1: Kind no, because that because because that, it kind of reminds me of how like they should take from like from ca- from like carriers like you are required by the FCC to allow nine one one calls even yeah, if they're exactly. not a subscriber to your network.
3: Yeah. And
0: you are required to send
1: wea.
3: Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: If as long as that phone can connect to your tower you're required to send wea. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I think SiriusXM could probably get their head out of their asses for that.
0: Well, I think I think they're definitely getting their head out of their asses. They're going way more into streaming now because people are now, now people are realizing like Oh shit! Cars aren't coming with Sirius XM anymore. Really? Shit! How the fuck are we gonna make our money? (laughs) That's a thing. Cars are dropping Sirius. Uh, Especially newer ones, like fucking. You don't see Teslas having Sirius, do you?
1: Well, uh, yeah, that's fair.
0: only like the big, only like the big brand only like the big brand shit has Sirius. But most people are gonna be using CarPlay anyway.
3: Yeah, yeah, Android Auto. Yeah.
1: I have Sirius, but that's because I got like, it's like four bucks a month for me. And I was like, wow. if my car play stops working, which it does occasionally, because the Android in my car isn't the greatest. And sometimes it just likes to itself, but I can still use Sirius.
3: Yeah, dude, honestly, I, every honestly, time I, I, I always I, listen to FM Terrestrial over Sirius, like I, I, I will not listen to Sirius unless I absolutely have to. Like when I went see, to the keys, I listened to Sirius. See that's the thing is I would rather listen to Sirius <laughs> than FM, but that, I guess really? that's just subjective. I, so I guess that's
1: my, just subjective. I have,
0: so my so I actually do have a Sirius XM Connect vehicle tuner in my car. Like I can act like I can go over to my car right now and activate Sirius. Yeah, if I really
3: wanted to. Well, here's the thing, Cam. I also live in a very, uh, very like urban area. And I'm not in in bumfuck nowhere, Montana. Yeah, I'm not in bumfuck nowhere, Montana. So, you know, I actually get shit. (laughs) (laughs) Shit isn't a bunch of loonies on the radio. I'm just kidding. (laughs) If you're from Montana, we love you. No, it's KUFM sending an alert
1: for all of the country, is what it is here.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
0: I I wouldn't mind giving SiriusXM another try now that I'm. Now, now that I'm gonna be driving a lot more, we should
3: get an ERN Serious subscription so that we can get shit from them. Multi car.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, I. So here's the thing. I actually do have a freaking car adapter and a, uh, and a. I, I'll act. I, oh, sorry. Correction. I used to have a car adapter. Oh, what happened to it?
2: It's time to get serious about serious.
0: <laughs> uh, what happened to it was that I threw it away after I got my Connect vehicle tuner. My
1: I see. Mm, that's fair. Um, I but, guess if you don't have a use for it.
0: Yeah, I don't have it because I don't have a use for it, right? Um, you no, know, what I was thinking of doing is for a while is freaking live streaming the Parker channel.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. honestly, I monitored. that's what Iowan does, but I just checked and it's down. But yeah, so
1: I guess that's about it for this episode, unless you guys really have anything else you guys really want to talk about. But I think we covered all the big stuff for this week. So, uh, yeah, so we did. What do you I'm want to going- talk about? I guess we can tease next week's EAS history, Gabe. If you have any idea what you're going to talk about.
0: Uh you'll have to get back to me on that one. I actually don't know.
1: Tune in next week for EAS history. We're,
0: e, e, instead of EAS history, is going to be EAS
1: present. Um, yeah, we're okay. going to talk about the present, like state of EAS. Because I covered most of it,
0: most of the history already.
1: I would like yeah, to. So- uh, I would like to
2: help lead out this episode by saying fuck you t-mobile if you wake me up in the middle of the night again i'm gonna have to talk to your lead engineer and tell him a few words
3: yeah
0: <laughs> and i'm assuming fuck and you are going to be in that statement
2: a few of them <laughs>
0: Ah, okay. <laughs> well, all right then well, hey, everybody, thanks for listening to the ARM Podcast. Yep. If you like what you're hearing, go ahead and uh, subscribe and like it on whatever podcast platform you want. And, uh, yeah, I will. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Quest yes. e-
3: Quest-es.network. Go. No. Go. Sponsored ah. by WACN Technologies. Ah. Woo.